The Democracy Development Programme has just unveiled its groundbreaking and revolutionary electoral participation integrity by civil society EPICS programme. The innovative technological system, accessible via cell phones, aims to revolutionise the observation of the 2024 general elections, ensuring transparency and ethical conduct. Now, joining us is Brian Machlongo, the project manager at the Democracy Development Programme, who will enlighten us on how the system will empower civil society with enhanced oversight over the election process. Brian, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning to you and your listeners. Thank you for having me. Firstly, tell our listeners a little bit more about the Democracy Development Programme and where do you guys fit in in terms of overseeing the elections? Hi. Um, So we are the Democracy Development Programme. We're an organisation that's based in Durban but has been working with um, other organisations across the country. Um, We started out in 1983 and we're part of the process of trying to consolidate um, sort of our democracy, especially in negotiations with the conflict that was happening between the African National Congress and the IFP at the time. Um, but over the past couple of years, we've been very intentional about uh, partnering with the IEC and working with other stakeholders um, and deploying what we call domestic observers. So citizens of this country who are interested in observing the the elections that we've been having over time, we think that it's important to add an extra layer um, of uh, oversight in terms of the electoral process. Of course, um, as you've seen since sort of 2016 um, and and ramping up to 2021 local government elections, what we saw is that there seems to be a lot of contestation, um, not only in terms of the ideologies between the different political parties, but ultimately what the result of that election tends to be. So we thought it's important then to not only just do the election day observation that we were used to for the past 30 years, but to say, how can we innovate the space and introduce different tools to empower people who are not necessarily um, in our immediate realm of influence, who can also give insight in terms of what it is that they're observing um, before elections, during elections, and after elections. And so this will take a sort of a three-pronged approach we're doing what's called a voters role audit. We're doing uh, election day observation, which is what people are generally used to. But after the election and during the election, what we're also doing is parallel voter tabulation, which means that we are essentially checking the count at every point of interaction with the data that comes out from the IEC to say, does this look accurate based on our sample? And if there's some irregularities or anomalies, we're more than willing to share that information both with the Independent Electoral Commission, but if that if that fails and doesn't get resolved, we can also work with, 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 with um, other interested stakeholders who mm. might want to pursue this. Um, yeah. So, in essence, uh, you're an independent entity that, that oversees the elections uh, by the permission of the IEC? Yes, we're, 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 we're entirely independent. We don't work with any political party um, and we're independent of the IEC itself in terms of the work that we undertake. So how do you intend now to use technology, cell phones, etc. to revolutionize the, the, the observation of the upcoming 2024 elections? Yeah, what we observed in the past is that um, observation was limited to just a paper-based system. So mm-hmm. essentially you would um, take a checklist that's given to you by the observer organization that's accredited, um, and then probably two, two to three days later, 
That information would go back to that organization and they would compile, take another week to compile, analyze and, and compile a, a report. Um, we think whilst that was useful in terms of giving a, a general sense of how the election went, we think that it's important to try and in, include hardcore data as part of what, that, what, 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 what the information that you require. Um, and so cell phone technology has gotten to the point where um, it's accessible. Um, most people have a smartphone, and if you don't have a smartphone, you generally also have access to a USSD um, device that can be able to give you some prompts. Um, in our work that we're conducting, we are asking people who have the, a smartphone who are willing to observe elections to volunteer on our program, because ultimately that will give us data much quicker. The turnaround time for the report will will be instantaneous based on the, on, on the data we'll have. But also what's important for us is that we need this to be accessible and equitable across the board. And ultimately then our service doesn't require you to have data after you've downloaded the app in order to interact with the app and be able to log any uh, um, um, in, if, in information and in, in, in input. Mm. Um, we recognize over the past couple of years, citizens have been complaining about the rising cost of data. And so we don't want to, to in, in, the, in, in the interest of civic action, for them to, to, to be undermined in terms of their continued participation. And so I think that's what revolutionizes the process. It's hardcore data that's linked to real people yeah. who, are, who are volunteering their time and effort to ensure that we uphold South Africa's democracy. Can ordinary South Africans then track uh, the, the information as it's being uploaded or do they have to wait until you've completed your process and then uh, put information out there in the public domain? Um, because we're dealing with data and how sensitive um, this process is, um, we do have internationally recognized analysts who are going to be firstly cleaning the data. We recognize that whilst it is an open uh, tool, we uh, firstly, in terms of registration, we have to approve you first. Um, once you've applied on the, on, on the site, you, we approve you. Um, we ensure that we take you through a couple of steps of training so that you, we know exact, you know exactly how to utilize the tool and what data to be able to get. All of that is happening online um, and at a very minimal data cost, I must assure people. But also, once that data is on, on our side, we need to ensure that it's, that it's appropriate, it's clean, and then we're able to release um, um, information on, on a periodical stage. For instance, during election day, um, we'll take a few hours after we receive the first tranche of data in the morning, probably by midday we'll have some information out there in the public domain. Um, but what we also try and do on the back end is to say um, we, we, we give some, 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 some sort of uh, foresight to the IECs. We say, here's some data that we're tracking. Here's, here's what we're picking up. If you can resolve some of this before it's out in public domain, that's more than, more, more, more than welcome. But what, if, if that fails, if that step of transparency and accountability fails, then we are more than happy to pursue alternative steps to ensure that we maintain the integrity of the electoral process. All right, Brian, thank you so much for your time and for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you.